You know those relationships in your life that just irk you so bad? You know, your girlfriend who always has a problem, always has something to say, it's always about her. Just selfish in your relationship. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to share with you how I used to be that friend. And I'll give you the steps that I took to stop being that friend and build a true and real relationship with God. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, healthy Christian lifestyle mentor. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, I need to talk about this because, well, this is the main thing that really changed my life and my relationship with God. If you haven't heard before, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior when I was in junior high at a summer camp. I then just lived life, just regular life. I've always had a pretty strong moral compass, but the majority of the decisions I made, they weren't dictated by my relationship with God. They were just, there were certain things that I chose not to be part of. After high school and college, I began working for the National Basketball Association, and I was really coming into my own as a young adult and businesswoman, and finally going to church was on my radar. So there I was, crossing the tracks every Sunday in Huntsville, Alabama, to attend Union Hills Primitive Baptist Church. I got involved in that church, and from then on, every city I moved to, I made sure to get connected to a church. Sunday services were a priority to me, pretty much a non-negotiable. Wednesday nights too. Then I had this thirst for knowledge, like I wanted to know more about God. I wanted to know more about the Bible which eventually led to me going back to school to earn another degree, this time studying the Bible in depth. What happened then? It was great. I loved all the knowledge I was gaining. I loved everything I was learning and studying, and it helped me understand God's word more and more. That education allowed me to work for a large church full-time and to have the respect to be able to even teach others. That education even has given me a piece of the foundation to be where I am now, mentoring other believers and truly having some extra confidence in my own understanding. But it wasn't until about five years ago, it wasn't until I decided to really put in some effort, it wasn't until I picked up my Bible one morning and promised to read it every single morning before anything else, that's when things really started to shift in my life. Well, actually, let me be honest, that sounds really good, but I don't actually know if things started to shift right then. I mean, shoot, I still didn't understand everything I was reading. I still couldn't pronounce things. I still had to pretty much force myself to read the Bible every morning. But I was committed. And here's what did change. The more time I spent with God in His Word, well, pretty much the more time I spent with Him, period, the more I began to enjoy it. And here's the key, here's the thing, here's the tipping point, the golden nugget. I finally, after all those years of being in church, going to Bible school, and living a Christian life, I finally started to recognize that my relationship with God is a real relationship. Wow, like mind-blowing, right? 
I mean, really, it took me that long to realize this. I was like 35 years old. It took me until then to really, truly recognize my relationship with God as a real relationship. But ooh, once this clicked for me, let me tell you, so much more clicked for me. And I can't keep sharing Christian living insights with you. I can't keep just quoting scripture and reading books and just all the things without giving you the truly one thing that changed it all for me. And that was the one thing. My relationship with God is a real relationship. And now I just have to treat it like one. How do you do that? Well, it's so much easier than you think because you are in relationships all the time. You have relationships with people at work. You have relationships with people in your family. You have relationships with people in your church. You have relationships with your parents, your children, with yourself. And each of those relationships looks different, am I right? So now you just have to decide what you want your relationship with God to look like. There, that's it. Stop the walk, stop the timer, shut it down. The rest is just up to you. Of course, I'm not going to leave you hanging like that, but if nothing else, the Bible does instruct me to lift others up, to use my words to encourage and to edify, to serve, to help, to be his ambassador in the earth. So yes, I'm going to share with you. Not exactly how I did it, because it took time, and it was personal, and it was up and down, and it was messy, and it was glorious, and I truly believe it was exactly how it was supposed to be. But I am going to share two main things for you to think through so that you too can start to recognize how real your relationship with God is. Because the truth is, in order to have a relationship or be in a relationship, there's effort required on both sides. So I'm here today to break it down to you and really share what it means to have a relationship with God. Like we want to know God. We want God in our lives. We want a higher power. We want someone who we can hold on to for hope, someone we can trust in, someone we can put our faith in. And to be really real, sometimes we want someone we can blame, someone we can look to for a reason, an explanation, someone we can say must have a plan for what's going on or what has happened. Well, let me tell you, God, like the God that I serve, the God who gave his only son, Jesus Christ, to die for the sins of the world, that God, he's real. And if you believe he's real too, then you must have some desire to have a relationship with him. And let me just say, if you're struggling in this area, like if you're struggling to know if God is real, or this is one of the first times you're hearing about him and you have questions, then I invite you, like I'm literally inviting you to reach out to me. You can find my information in the notes for this episode and you can reach out to me. All right, here we go though. In order to really have a relationship with God, you need to first get to know him and second, allow him to get to know you. That's it. First, get to know him and second, allow him to get to know you. Now you might already be focused on the second one and you're maybe even arguing against it in your mind a little bit and that's fine, but shove that thought to the back burner so I can hit this first one for a minute or two first, okay? All right. I mean, it's pretty simple. Get to know him. I'm not talking about knowing about God based on what your parents have told you, what your grandparents have told you, what you've always done as your Sunday routine for years and years, maybe even since you were a child. I'm talking about you right now. 
Whether you're in your 20s or you're in your 90s, you right now in your life get to know God. Now, one of the positives is that God's not fickle like we are as humans. And he's not petty either. Praise him right there for that. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And man, do I thank him for that. He's steadfast. He's unshakable. He is who he is, who he was, he still is. So let me share with you what I've done to get to know God in the past couple years, because I feel you, it's kind of tough to get to know someone who isn't tangibly there. Someone who I can't just sit on the couch with and talk face to face to. Someone I can't touch. I get it. Those thoughts don't mean you're immature. They don't mean you're not saved. They don't mean you're a mess. They're real thoughts. And I'm here to help you work through them because a real relationship with God is possible. And getting to know him is possible. So check this out. The first thing you can do to get to know God is talk with him. Now, notice I didn't say talk to him, which is what we as believers often say that's what prayer is, right? Well, to be honest, we talk to God a lot. We talk at God a lot. But tell me how you feel when you're in a relationship and the other person just talks and talks and talks and always has something to say about a problem in their life and is always asking for help to fix it and just talks and talks and talks and you can't get a word in edgewise. Remember, God is not us. He's not petty. But the more I can treat my relationship with God like the real relationship that it is, the more I realize sometimes I need to stop talking and let him speak. Like sometimes I imagine him sitting there like I do sometimes with a girlfriend who's blabbing about her problem and I have the perfect and simple solution. But every time I try to offer the solution, she goes on another tangent, reiterating how bad the situation is and she just keeps going and going and going and I'm just like, yo, I have the solution. Would you just listen for a second? Well, you might be asking, well, how does he even speak to me? How do I actually allow him to speak? Great question. I believe God speaks in many ways. I believe he speaks through the Holy Spirit directly to your spirit, and you know when he's speaking. I believe he speaks through other people, through circumstances, through nature, but I believe the number one way God speaks to us is through his word. Yep, the Bible. Like, it's real. It's alive. This is the one book you can read the same chapter every single week of your life and get something fresh and different out of it, literally for your whole life. You can read it when you're 16 and read it when you're 30 and read it when you're 72 and God will still speak to you right where you are because the Bible is real. It's his word. So that brings me to the second thing you need to do in order to get to know him. You need to spend time with him in his word. And let me just say that if that is something you need help with, holler at your girl. That is one of my biggest desires, helping people spend time with God in his word, helping people create the habit of reading the Bible daily and building the confidence and understanding to do it joyfully and even with excitement. But just so I'm clear, in order to get to know God for yourself, you need to read his word. And third, just spend some time with him. Here's the thing, what really changed me and helped me grow and continues to help me grow this relationship is exactly what I've been saying throughout this episode. It's understanding that my relationship with God is a real 
relationship. Now, I've had some pretty amazing relationships in my life. One of the best relationships I've had is with my dad. Now, there were times we would have a sit-down conversation for hours or a serious talk or two during a month-long road trip in the summer so that I could attend basketball camps at different colleges and universities throughout Canada and the U.S. Sometimes those 4, 10, 15-hour travel days, we would have some real talks. But I also loved the times my dad would pick me up after school and we would drive around the city to pay bills. You know, back in the day when your parents would have cash with exact change paper clipped to the bottom of the bill that came in the mail and you would either mail it back in or drive around and pay? Well, we were the drive around and pay family. And most of the time, I would just sleep in the car while my dad went in to pay all these bills. Then there were times I could listen to him tell stories about his childhood or his basketball days or his Royal Canadian Mounted Police days and I could just listen for hours as I got to know him even more. Hear me, I got to know him even more. My dad, this man I had known literally my whole life and there were still opportunities to know him more. But some of my favorite times or when he would be laying on his bed working on a crossword puzzle, and I would be in the living room working on a jigsaw puzzle, and no conversation between us at all, but we each knew that we were together. We were close. Our relationship was that important. Not saying a word, just spending time together. Well, until he would yell from his bedroom, Kayla, what's a three-letter word for I found it? To which I would always yell back, Aha! That was the one word that always tripped him up and I always knew the answer. (laughs) But that right there, those memories, that has actually helped me see my relationship with God in a fresh way. A way that makes me want to put in effort. A way that makes me want to know him more. A way that makes me want to not be a freeloader, but be an active participant in this relationship we have because it really does mean that much to me. Okay, I'm going to stop there with you getting to know God. It really doesn't take that much. Just talk with him, read his word, and spend time with him. But this second piece, this second piece I believe is just as crucial, and that's allow God to get to know you. Now, you may be the one thinking, but he does know me. He knows everything about me. He knows everything I'm doing. He knows my fears. He knows my desires. He knows my innermost thoughts. Okay, fine. You're right. But let me challenge you a bit on this one. There's a difference in the kind of relationship you have with someone who knows you, who even knows a lot about you, and the relationship you have with someone who you want to know you. Let's just take a simple example. I could know so much about LeBron James. Like I could know where and when he was born. I could know all about his parents, his childhood. I could even know why he made some of the decisions he made. I could know his future dreams and plans and I could know injuries and struggles that he's faced. I could know all those things. But that doesn't mean LeBron and I have a great relationship. I can read article after article about the I Promise School in Akron, Ohio. I could even read about LeBron's reasons and desires for the school, but I'll be honest, reading those articles would not even compare to sitting on the couch next to LeBron and him telling me about it, even if he repeated verbatim what I already know, for him to tell me himself, for him to open up to me, for him to let me in to get to know him more, that would be so, so impactful. You see, the thing we sometimes take for granted as believers is just that. 
God knows everything about us already. Well, I've come to realize in my own life, I've used that truth not as a powerful statement, but almost as an excuse. An excuse as to why it doesn't matter if I open up to him more or not. How selfish is that? Like, have your kids ever come home from school and you've said, hey, son, what'd you do at school today? And their response is just, you already know what I did. You've seen my syllabus, the teacher emails you and sends pictures throughout the day, like, and you already looked at my homework folder. Or after a game, your dad says, hey, how was the game? And if I were to just reply, you already know how the game was. You saw the score. You saw the stat sheet. Why are you even asking me that? Those responses right there, they can be hurtful, right? They can even seem insensitive and honestly, they're just rude. But if you think about it, have you been doing God like that? These are the types of questions I began to ask myself. These are the types of conversations I started to have with myself. And a lot of those conversations with myself then turned to asking God for forgiveness and thinking through, praying through, talking through, even in my head, what really just happened in my life, whether it was a joyful moment or not but just putting in effort to allow God to get to know me more. When I put in effort to allow God to know me more, it's such a ripple effect for my entire relationship with him. Because as I open up, I can now see and hear him more clearly too. Here are two things you can think about so that you can really allow God to get to know who you are. Number one, come clean with him. Ooh, but I am so serious. Yes, he knows we've already established that, but come clean. Come clean about your actions. Come clean about your thoughts. Come clean about your feelings. I've been upset before. I've had to come clean before plenty of times. Coming clean with God is nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed by. First of all, the Bible is very clear in Romans 8 and 1 that there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And the Bible is also very clear that God is forgiving. So what have you got to lose? Nothing. You've only got something to gain. And second, be yourself. Like your real self. Have you ever had a relationship with someone and after a while you just need to get away? Like what about you go on a trip together? Have you ever gone on vacation with someone and you're sharing a hotel room but you won't even use the bathroom? I mean, come on. But I've been there before. And I know you're not going to leave me out here all stranded by myself. Like, sometimes we just take it all too far. But you know one of the most common reasons you get sick of people? It's because you truly can't be yourself around them, like your 100% real self. So it's not that you're sick of them. It's actually that you are exhausted by the facade that you're keeping up. And so you need to get away and spend some time by yourself so that you can just truly be you for a while. How crazy is that? And the thing is, we do the same thing in our relationship with God at times. So look, I'm telling you straight up. When I finally started to see my relationship with God as a real relationship, I was then able to recognize the relationship growing. As I began to put in effort on my end, I saw growth within myself as I got to know God more by just talking with him, reading his word, and just spending time with him, I felt closer to him than ever before. And as I started to open up and really allow him, even invite him to get to know me more by coming clean with him and by truly being myself, I opened up to hearing him more clearly in my daily life. Look, relationships take time. And relationships take effort. 
Yes, you're saved by grace. Salvation is a gift. But I'm challenging you today, right now, to take responsibility and put effort into your own relationship with God. Because remember, it matters. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word, My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Fit. If you could do me a favor and leave me a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.